and welcome back to season three of the After School Anime Club. I'll go ahead and say it, the world's best anime rewatch podcast that's also a game show that is hosted by me, Max Newland. <laughs> I'm giving myself a low bar here. <laughs> that's the theme for season three, achievable goals. And speaking of achievable goals, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, as long as he does his karate exercises, he can do what he wants. It's Max Kostrak. It's true every morning. <laughs> I I strive to run that Gohan life. Yeah. And she will succeed because of all you living creatures. It's Stevie Matos. If that's that's how I meditate. That's literally how mm. I meditate. You know, I just, you know, send one tiny spirit bomb into the sky. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's that'll never come back. I mean, it's never a good thing those back. things never work. Yeah. One hundred percent. Uh, and, you know, it's the first episode of season three. It's also a bonus episode, Ooh. which means we have a very special guest with us today. She is a writer, editor, and podcaster whose books include Video Games for Humans, an anthology of interactive fiction, and Total Mood Killer, a collection of poetry. Her upcoming book, a photographic retrospective of land parties in the 2000s, comes out this year from Thames and Hudson. It's Merritt Kay. Hey, how's it going? Merit. I um, I, I, uh, I want the magic stick. That's sort of my... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I had also here at the end of the. She also wants the magic stick. So just so you know, so write that down, please. And the magic beans, and yeah. um, and the magic cloud, yeah. So and the crystal ball, the, the crystal ball, crystal ball, the magic crystal balls. Oh man! From my favorite anime, Crystal Ball Z. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, you saw from the. We said at the beginning of this podcast that we would never do Dragon Ball, and here we are. This crow is delicious. Oh really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! I'm so sorry. No, it's that's all right. fine. We have we have stretched and molded the concept of this show oh, to yeah. fit our needs from Correct. day one. Yes, we're oh, just yeah. here to talk about anime, mm -hmm. and we've got one to talk about. Oh boy, boy, boy howdy! And also, Merritt, absolutely don't feel bad. I thought it was funny because it was like we're doing Dragon Ball Z, and I was like, we are. Y'all, y'all ready to come back to that? <laughs> the Maxes are ready to come back because you know they had a whole podcast about Dragon Ball. We did for a hot Once minute, a and so they were like, "We're never doing it again." We're, we're digging into our history. <laughs> they here, were like, yeah. "We're never, mm. we're never going back. We can only go forwards." And so now I'm like, "Oh, we about to, we're going back. We're going definitely back to a point in time because it's like we've never, none of us have seen this before, right? None of us have seen the Big Green episode. I believe, no, I believe Merritt I've never has, seen right? this. Merritt has. Though. I yeah, Merritt, you're I Canadian, so this is. Well, yeah, so it's interesting. Oh. I don't know if we want to get into that now, but the AB group and Ocean and all those things. Mm -hmm. But um, There will be time. There will be so okay. much time. Yeah. Uh, because first, uh, you know, the people want only one thing. <laughs> you know? Demand. They truly the did, though. people are so demanding. And they love when we play, play fun games here. And you know what game they love most of all? Yes, we do. Actually, oh no, we I do, do know the answer to this. We actually Is do it know. Banned for life. It's banned for life. We have empirical data. The people <laughs> want more. It's time for banned for life. Uh, Merit, that's a pun, B-A-N-D for life. This is ah. an A-M-V game. Oh, wow. <laughs> As our listeners know, what I've done is I've scoured the, inter the internet's most important and vital resource, animemusicvideos.org. Woo-woo. Um, and because we are celebrating a day where we let ourselves watch 
you know, goofy, brain-off shonen anime. I thought, let's get let's get this thing synced up. So what I've done here is I have selected six anime music videos, all of them set to the most bottom-of-the-barrel, lowest comma denominator shonen fighting anime I could think of. Okay. I'm going to give you a clue. I'm going to okay. read a clue for you, which mm-hmm. will contain the name of the anime and the band. It's your job to tell me what song this anime music video is set to. Got it. Okay. Ooh. All right. Okay. okay. And, and real, um, can we quick set a quick baseline here? Please. Because I know we've established Stevie, Stevie and I, we do, we do pretty well at this one. Very good. Mer- have you watched a lot of anime music videos <laughs> in your time? It's been a little while. Okay. But definitely in the 2000s. Uh, that was a whole a whole ass mood. Just downloading them from LimeWire or yep. Napster, yes. or whatever. For yeah. sure, <laughs> hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should get yourself a membership on AnimeMusicVideos.org. It'll blow your absolute mind. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I should get myself an AARP membership. No. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a discount. We all deserve those. Let's be real here. They do. No, I just like my. I love them because they are like like AMVs walked so fan cams could run and that's like my You're favorite so thing it's my favorite yeah. thing about amvs is because it's like yeah this is where y'all came from you want to do all those like little thirst fucking edits of pedro pascal you're welcome it's somebody just getting so excited and hyper about something that they have to yes. shake it up and put music to it it's like <laughs> it's it's this pure form of love truly truly these are all going to, I think, hit you oh, in kind of a way. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to buzz in. I encourage you. You can buzz in whenever you want. I'm not the cops. I'm not your dad. <laughs> I encourage you to listen to the whole clue. There will be there will be clues in the, cl- in the clue. That's why it's called a clue. <laughs> Patty, buddy. Okay. Good job. Okay, number one. <laughs> you could say that One Piece is uniquely suited for this category. And this video that focuses on Usopp's struggle to remain relevant is no exception. Nothing more to say, there's no disguising this hit by The Offspring. <sighs> That's Merritt Kay. Uh, um, nothing more to say. I was going to say Smash, but that, no. Oh, no, it's not Smash. It's not Smash. Um. You could try and guess a thousand times, but you might not get it. Oh, okay. I know. I know. Damn. <laughs> I think you might still have it. I mean, like. Yeah. If these two can't give me one in a second, I'm going to throw it back to you, Merritt. Uh, Stevie Matto. Is it Pretty Fly for a White Guy? Oh, no. It's not Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Ah. Valiant effort. Max, do you have anything? Damn. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, Merritt, I think you figured okay. it out. Yeah, well, now I steal away, baby. It's good. You're going to go far, kid. That's exactly oh, right. Fuck. Yeah, shit. It's like, Damn. Hey, I got to tell you guys, it's like the AMV song for Shonen Fighting Anime. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure there's one for every single one. <laughs> I would not be surprised. So good. Okay, I love so that. That's I'm going gonna, gonna to make that playlist. Okay, okay. Point to me. I, I would love you to make that playlist so I can publish it on, mm-hmm. our, on our podcast Twitter feed. We'll do that. Uh, number two. 3D animated footage from DPZ Budokai Tenkaichi 2, complete with IGN watermark, <laughs> meets hard rock in the video entitled Fight for Your Life by Demonic underscore Deception. God, Something's God. gotta give if this drowning pool hit is to be believed. Wow. Drowning pool. 
I can't. Oh my god, the IGN watermark. Yeah, that that, that really took <laughs> me back. Yeah, the the 480p. Woo! <laughs> Not the 480p merit, please. Uh, I'm realizing I don't know this genre as well as I thought. I'm uh, like, oh, I don't need to study up on butt pool. rock. <laughs> Nothing wrong with me. <gasps> oh. Uh, Stevie, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> yep, indeed, bodies. Let bodies. Oh, bodies. Yeah, let the bodies to the floor. You said nothing's wrong with me, and it like, did you see my face? I was like, no. <laughs> I can see this. I can see the like low poly footage <laughs> in my mind's eye. Oh boy, I'm rotating Vegeta's hair in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got Merritt with one and Stevie with one. Okay. We're going to number three. This relatively modern AMV uploaded in 2015 wow. by xdarkbilly13 <laughs> uses one of Linkin Park's more introspective tunes to give the spotlight to characters who always seem caught in Goku's undertow. That's Merit. Uh, what is Numb? That is Numb by Linkin yeah. Park. Couldn't get the title in my head. Neither could I. I had to like I had to go through I the, all the, the exact lyrics song. in my I could have head given until you the lyrics. I got to the chorus. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, caught in the undertow, just caught in the undertow, and every second I take is another mistake to you. <laughs> okay, da 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 da. I've become so oh numb, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the exact same thing, but I was not fast enough. And then I realized I had to go through the whole Mike Shinoda rap <laughs> sequence. <laughs> My plan is working. <laughs> okay, uh, number four. Okay. It's one of My Chemical Romance's most conventional tracks. Okay. And it's one of the most conventional popular anime out there. Ever wonder why all the ninjas in Naruto seem to be teens? Scary stuff. Oh, wow. Max Kostrak? Is that Teenagers? That is Teenagers <laughs> by My Chemical nice. Romance. Good job. You got on the board, Kostrak. Come on. I got, I got on the board. I was so scared. I was going to get shut out of the AMV competition. <laughs> uh, okay. It's getting challenging. Number five. Oh, God. Uh, just being honest, I don't know what to make of this one. <laughs> Seemingly random clips from DBZ or Naruto clash horribly. Uh, while this user, Nydeath, plays his favorite high-energy System of a Down song for us. Why? One presumes because he wanted to. Merit? Uh, Chop Suey. That is Chop Suey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My brain went Deer Dance, and I was I'm like, realizing. Deer Dance is not the song. What's the song? <laughs> it's like, it's not Deer Dance, which is one of my favorites. So this is the last one, mm -hmm. and we're not going to need the tiebreaker, I don't think, mm -hmm. unless, no, there's mathematically, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> this one's basically a formality. Number six. The video title Our Reason by Frost Returns features a lot of characters from Bleach and Naruto feeling pretty sad about some stuff that happened and how those events changed them. I don't know, because I didn't watch either of these shows. It's a Hoobastank song, by the way. Uh, Stevie. The Reason by Hoobastank. That's that's The Reason? Nice. Oh my the God. Reason by Hoobastank. I was like, wow. it's gotta be no. The Reason. <laughs> I do just want to ask you about the tiebreaker, though. I know I said we don't need to, <laughs> but see. this one is the one that knocked me out of my fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. I gotta know it. Gotta know. This song is way too horny for Pokemon. Also, why do they have Pikachu <laughs> singing it? Ash has the Pokemon version of the song's titular anime or animal, at least in the first season. Any guesses? It's too horny, you said? Oh. Uh, Merit? Uh, butterfly. Indeed, so Butterfly yeah. by Crazy Town. <laughs> God, I was so sad 
No. Okay, first of all, that's really bizarre. And second, I, I remember the episode when Butterfree uh, oh, God, left yes. called Bye Bye Butterfree. <laughs> I was yeah. so sad. I was in tears, I cried. dude. Yeah, I was heartbroken. I am all, all but promising that my season four anime pick is going to be the original 90s, like, Pokemon coming to the U.S. It was so Let's great, fucking though. First it was season. so that's, great. That's was, next season. It was such a good time. So, yeah, I would watch it again, for sure. Oh, man. Okay. Well, congratulations, Merritt. Mm-hmm. You're walking away with four points. I'll go ahead and give you the one for the tiebreak, even though we wow, didn't need it. Wow, thank you. Great job. Uh, let's, uh, I guess we got to talk about this anime, huh? <laughs> Why are you saying like let's that? Let's do our homework. <laughs> let's do our homework real quick. Newland, you have an opinion? Let me hear it. Eagle-eyed listeners who s- looked at the title of the show before they hit the download <laughs> button will already know we watched oh, the second Dragon Ball Z movie, The World's Strongest, with a twist, dubbed by Canadian production company AB Group. And this is what we saw. The whole thing starts off pretty bad. A mysterious stranger has gathered the Dragon Balls, uh, the Crystal Balls, and wished for the freedom of one Dr. Willow, whoever that is. Before Oolong and Gohan can flee, some guys who are legally distinct from Cybermen show up and jump them. Good thing Piccolo, uh, Big Green, was here to save the day. After an episode of Looney Tunes, the not-Cybermen show up at Kame House and kidnap New York Bluma and the Old One. Lone survivor Oolong goes to Son Goku's house to tell him about the situation, and he flies away to their rescue on Magic Cloud. Dr. Conehead fills us in on the origin story, and Bluma spills the beans that Son Goku is way stronger than Roshi. Hearing this, Willow reveals his evil plan. Swap bodies with the world's strongest human, bad news about that, and then do your bog-standard mad scientist world takeover stuff. Hey, speak of the devil, Son Goku's here. Fighting happens. Allies arrive, tables get turned, our heroes search for Bluma, and old guy leads them into Willow's Den, where Big Green appears. <gasps> Under mind control. More fighting happens. Gohan gets Big Mad, and his energy breaks all Willow's shit, freeing Big Green, but also freeing Willow's big robot body. Oops. What happens next? More fighting, if you can believe it. In the end, it takes a comically slow-moving spirit bomb to put Willow down for good, and everyone has a good laugh at Roshi's expense. What a movie. What the that, that's fuck what it was. was that? What the fuck was it? I was like, first of all, I had to remember who everybody was. And then it didn't help that nobody's names were the right names. <laughs> first of all, let's talk about how fucked up the names were. Piccolo was just Big Green. They was Big Green was Piccolo. Uh-uh. Boma was Bluma. Boma was dead-ass Bluma. Somebody, uh, Boma was called four, was different four different names. She was I, I counted it. Bluma and Bloomer. Um... <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone called her Boma, Boma? at one point. <laughs> yeah, the power pole becomes the magic stick. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Kamehameha becomes like a magic word that they all shout Everyone when they're doing a big Kamehameha spell. When they do anything. Anything. Yeah. Um, also, some things that didn't make it into this particular movie, but um, the Saiyans are called Space Warriors. Uh, and, <laughs> no notes. Um, and uh, Chao Tzu is called Chaos. Okay. Um, Holy shit, that makes me Now I need someone cooler. to explain that one. Somebody should explain <laughs> that to me. I'm not getting it. I, yeah, I don't know. This was, okay, so AB Group was actually a French um, company, but they used mm. a lot of Canadian voice actors. Oh, okay. 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 And a lot of those voice actors were shared with the ones from Ocean Group, I think, and Blue Water. 
Mm, um, yeah. who dubbed a lot of, did a lot of the Canadian dubbing for Dragon Ball. And oh. you may recognize the Ocean Group as a name because that was the group that did DBZ as it debuted in the U.S. Right. On Toonami. Mm-hmm. That right. was where you got like Ian James Corlett and Brian Drummond doing their classic Goku and Vegeta shit. Right. Uh, this, this particular dub, I don't think has ever debuted in the States. I don't think it has ever come to us. I think it was strictly shown on television in Canada. But they Merit- were- they were shown in the UK as well, I think, and they were released on like tape, I think. But yeah, I don't think it was ever shown. Wow. So did you watch this in your childhood? Is <laughs> right. this a That's memory my question. for you? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So they never aired this on TV, um, but- Go figure. So when I was a kid, um, <laughs> so my parents split up fairly, uh, like when I was fairly young, mm-hmm. and my mom was seeing a guy who um, I think was like a distributor of- of anime or like was involved in importing stuff somehow and his uh his kids were really into dragon ball as well i was really into dragon ball and sailor moon and like the other shows that were on Mm -hmm. at the time indeed Mm -hmm. so um you know i had only seen up to like the frieza arc and i don't know what it was like in the u.s but in canada at least we kept having this thing happen where like they would get to the end of the episodes they dubbed and then start over Yes. So like we got to Namek yeah. like several times and then they would go this back. This happened in the US and too. Then, yes. like, you'd, you'd be watching the next episode and then you'd see fucking Raditz show up and you're like, no, God, You'd be why? like sitting there fucking praying at the television. <laughs> Please, God, let me find out what happens when Raccoon gets beat. Right, yeah. And there's like, you know, no listings in the TV guide saying like, oh, this on this new episode of Dragon Ball, because like they didn't cover that stuff. No. There's no internet no. to like Mm-mm. tell you when the next thing's going to come. Um, so you were just totally at the whims of the TV gods. Right. And then, you know, I went over to these people's house and they had imported PlayStation Dragon Ball games. Like there was a really <laughs> terrible PS1 game. Wow. Called, uh, GT Final uh, Bout? Uh, not Final Bout. Um, it was the other one that was not very good either. But um, amazing, and uh, and like then supersonic like warriors or something. Like that? I think it was that, yeah. But then um, there was like stuff like this, and I was like, "What the hell is this? Like, what, what, what is going on?" Um, and uh, that's where I saw World's Strongest Man, and or as it is rendered by the AB Group, the strongest guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the strongest guy, guy in the world. The strongest guy in the world. That's what all of the like OST soundtracks call it too. So yeah. I had a lot of fun discovering that. That yes. that title is interchangeable with Doctor Willow's theme in all of mm-hmm. the soundtrack information <laughs> I was able to find. That was yeah. a thing that was so weird to me in this dub is that there was so much of the episode slash movie that just didn't have any sound. There was no score for so much of it. Well, that's that's kind of the thing. Like original Dragon Ball is like that. In the U.S., it's what wild. they did was they hired a dude who lived near the Funimation studio mm-hmm. to like record a ton of music to always be playing. But the original DBZ as it aired in Japan, you know, used some orchestral music every once in a while, but it wasn't quite as like persistent as right. it was for mm. us. I guess I'm just used to, mm. I get, and that definitely sounds like a, a big cultural thing because like, I'm just so used to, especially with all the anime we've even watched is that there's some sort of score or even like, just like, yeah. um, even just, uh, 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 atmospheric sound and so much of what we watched it, like there were moments I just noticed I was like why am I picking apart this dubbing so bad I'm like because I have nothing else 
like orally <laughs> I, to I'm focus on. I'm stuck in a room right. alone yeah. with these people. With these, with these voices. That's it. I don't have anything else to hear except for people talking. And the one person from Jersey having something to say oh and not enunciating God, a poipus on poipus. What is up? <laughs> what is up with them giving random characters New Jersey accents? Because that happened in the the Sailor Moon dub that yeah. we watched as well. It happened in Shin Chan. It's yeah. happened in like six like, different animes okay. we've watched on this show. Yeah. I mean. So for certain things, like, so I am not an expert, so I'm just talking kind of out my ass here, but course, isn't there a thing where there is a certain kind of accent in Japan that is like, kind of like you're from the boonies. Mm. And so when they give like Joey and Yu-Gi-Oh, like a Brooklyn accent, it's kind of like, oh, he's like, it's like that. Or he's like, kind of like rough and tumble or kind of. I think that's like typically that. like the Osaka accent mm. in Japanese. Okay. It's like it's out in the country and like uh, almost seen as like, it is often interplayed for a Southern or a, an alternative accent right. when it's localized. Right. So mm-hmm. that that actually would make a lot of sense. Yeah, it but would. But for like Bulma, I don't know. <laughs> Bulma, yeah. Why? Yeah, for Bulma though, it's like, what? Yeah, out of all the people. Also, like, so a lot of the, the voices are seem very out of character if you're used to the mm-hmm, English language mm-hmm. characters. I think these dubs, the English dubs here are supposed to be similar to the French voice actors. Oh. Um, so ah. kind of like, another step but yeah goku is just like i'm goku like <laughs> okay, as long yeah. as gohan does so, his karate lessons I we gotta mind. talk about goku we gotta talk, so, we gotta before everybody else came on the call max was like this is like what if goku what was it you said about goku i said okay so this goku it feels like <laughs> what if goku read the newspaper and then this is be, this would be what he sounded like every day <laughs> so as i said before the call me and Clown Fiance were watching this together. And when Goku s- spoke, the first time Goku opened his mouth, Clown Fiance said, Goku's voice has a briefcase. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. He's like a 1950s dad. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's dad. Goku's voice has a briefcase. And then I couldn't unhear it. And I was like, yup. He has a whole. I was like, I was like, why does he have the bo- voice of a broker? I know him as a himbo. Give me my himbo back. Yeah, I was pointing at the screen. I'm like, that's not Goku. I'm, I'm fully out of my seat. That's not Who Goku. Is this? Who's this? this man? Oh I ain't used to this. I ain't used to this. I mean, the the. I feel like the elephant in the room is Piccolo. Mm. <laughs> Every time where they got big. Every green, time they said like, big green, I lost minutes <laughs> off my. I could feel myself aging. I was so upset. I was like, "Bruh, pickle, how you gonna do? How you gonna do him dirty? He is the one that has been claimed by the black community as the black man of the mm-hmm. entire show." And y'all, he's the his, only black guy here. Why are we not using his name? His name. <laughs> I was like so mad. I was Disrespectful. Like, I was just like every time it Truly. would happen, I'd be like, "Why?" Come on. Somebody just say, I see that somebody to say Piccolo. I needed one. Bri- I, I got no re- relief. No, I, it officially. I th- at first, I'm like, oh, Big Green must be a nickname. Truly, yeah. Joe Ron right. calls him. Right. Do, you, do you know what he was called in the French dub? I would love to know. What? Petit cour. Uh, the little. Small heart. Small heart. <laughs> Tiny heart. <laughs> you talking about Gohan or are you talking about Piccolo? No, Piccolo. <laughs> They just looked at him. They're like, that guy's kind of like a Grinch. He's got yeah. sort of Grinch big vibes. green little heart. Yeah, yeah, a little heart. Big, big green, green little heart. <laughs> green little big heart. green little heart can't lose. <laughs> can't lose. Um, Except, okay, so like I, I had trouble unpacking a lot of what was going on here. Sure, like, this is kind of a confusing movie. I had no it's, idea what was going on. It's the second Dragon Ball movie. They hadn't really figured out how to do them yet. You no. know. 
they really hadn't. Second Dragon Ball Z movie, I mean. What I love about, um, I love the time-honored tradition of a non-canon anime movie mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit happens and the world almost gets destroyed, but then absolutely nothing changes and nobody grows or learns anything. Right. And let's because, never talk about this again. <laughs> because this is happening between seasons. We can't have developments. Right. We've mm-hmm. already written the shit that happens after Correct. this. Correct. But what the hell? Like I was, there was a whole time I was going like, what, what did I watch? And like, you know, I mean, I was in full Mima mode because like this was not an anime that I watched as a kid. So like, I mean, I knew the key players. I knew Goku. I knew Master Roshi. I knew Krillin, who also was not named Krillin. Krillin? Krillin, yeah. Krillin? I mean, listen, the, the fucking thing is that Krillin is actually like they did the pronunciation. The yeah. Of Big right. Green, yeah. Yeah. They actually just transposed it directly from Japanese. Yeah, they did. They did. So it's like, you know, I knew some of the key players. The person who was the pig, I did not remember because that's just my brain. I was like, I don't know who Piggy Boy is. It's a very is. small role. He stops mattering very early. Early, early, early. Okay. So I was just like, I was trying so hard to catch up. I was like, who are these key players? They, we got, Why is Porky Pig in this? <laughs> truly. And then we didn't get exposition until Bulma gets like kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And oh, then God. They have and the- did we ever get some fucking exposition? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Knew it. And it was just, it was just this, this cut back and forth of them having this. And Bulma just explains all of it. And I was like, oh, this could have been a, this could have been a narrator. This could have been a narrative voiceover at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I would have appreciated like, that. <laughs> the way that they talk about, like, Dr. First of all, unclear, if, like, how it's supposed to be transliterated as, like, Dr. Willow, Dr. Willow. Yeah. Unclear. The way that they talk about him, and I think the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, he must be some bad guy from, like, earlier in, like, a Dragon Ball mm-hmm. or something that I've never seen. Mm-hmm. No. He's the, nope. this is the first and only time yep. that he appears. And he's also, been stuck in ice. Yeah. I love how like every Dragon Ball movie involves some villain fighting the Dragon Balls to make a wish when it's like, aren't they supposed to like fly around the world and become unusable for like a year? People are just like, also the wish he makes in this one is like, I wish this ice would get out of the way. Right. <laughs> like, Couldn't I wish for ultimate power to be able to do that. Right. <laughs> I wish I was the world's strongest man. To like do right. it myself. It, it kind of seems like he could have wished for like, I wish my master Dr. Wheelow was in the body of the world's right. strongest man. Right. Yeah. right? Like we su- <laughs> like, skip a few he steps here. summons Shenron, Shenron to be like, hey, can y'all, can you melt? It's All like, hey, ice. can you melt some of this ice for me, yeah. dog? Mm-hmm. Shenron could just be like, just wait 50 years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be gone. Speaking of Shenron, Trust that's me. probably the funniest voice in this whole dub to me. <laughs> <laughs> the way Shenron talks in this is hilarious. Because, I mean, in the in the standard dub that we all know and love, he's like big, booming, mysterious mm-hmm. god voice. But in this one, he's like a he's like a New York <laughs> gangster almost. Right. <laughs> Just be careful with that wish, kid. You don't know what you're gonna get. Time to go to my secret place. Um, the other <laughs> I will return now to my secret place. The other voice that really, really appre- I, I appreciate it was Master Roshi's dub because he was just the sleepiest. I did like he that. was the sleepiest boomhauer. He was just so sleepy <laughs> the whole motherfucking time. This is my nap time. You can come back later. And <laughs> I was like, yes, this is my nap time, All boomhauer right. Roshi. You can come back later. Um- for the first time in my life, I'm on Roshi's side. Yeah, who's like, right. I, I agree with you, dude. Like, we get to see him actually fight in this, which is kind of fun. Yes, cool. That's he's how you know a- it's early DBZ. Yes, right. Yeah, exactly. It's like people other than Goku get to do anything. <laughs> yeah, he, but like the character designs in this, I like the monster designs because, like, mm-hmm. again, you have like the weird, definitely not Cybermen. That literally are just the Cyberman design with a different face. Right. Um, but you see Toriyama do that a lot in the movies because there's like 
I guess maybe it's not Toriyama. Maybe it's just like the people yeah, doing the movie. Somebody trying not to get too far from right, Toriyama. Right. Like the, the gar- like garlic junior who basically just looks like a little piccolo without antenna. Yep. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but then you get these like these cool like monsters in this one that do things that don't really, no one else really does in Dragon Ball. Like that guy who can freeze people. Yeah. yeah. Or the um, guy who has like beam. electric arm whips. Very or the, cool. Like, like big inflatable The electric guy. arm whips were cool. Yeah, those I things are, those that. are cool. Yeah. Those are cool. There's the big inflatable guy who looks like Janemba. Yeah, yeah. like the stretchy mm-hmm. dude, which was really dope. Yeah, it was really cool. I did. I Goku did Goku has that. to get total power to beat them. He has to say, now I want total power. Right. He has to claim total power. <laughs> That's how you know they're really strong. Exactly. While, they, while this was happening, I was also thinking, like, they, they built some guys who could pressure Goku. So, like, again... I feel like we could have skipped some steps yeah, here. Yeah, what is your plan here? Like, just right. put your brain in one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They'd probably be okay with it. You made them. They're like androids or whatever. But also, this is a slight anime sin. Let's talk about the size of this brain. Big brain. Where was yeah, it? Why is the brain so big? How did you get so big? Works at the library. How did you? How did? Did you just do it right? <laughs> did you really just fire those synapses just like real, real big right. time for fifty years, and you just got that big? You just swole your whole brain up because you had no body to swell it's, up. It's natural. It's not it's just, juice. You, you, it's natural. I this promise. is your brain in prison. It gets big. Yeah. Yeah, his it's just swollen natty. with water. He's been sitting in the tank too long. He's like a big sponge. <laughs> it's like one of those little grow animals. It's too wrinkly. It's all that. One of my favorite recurring items in this episode was the, I, I'm going to call it an episode even though it's a movie, yeah. was every time they would do like cut around, this an, a time-honored anime tradition, cut around show reactions of everybody. Yes. And then go to Dr. Wheelow for the brain in a tank reaction. It just bubbles. <laughs> It's just bubbles. It's just a brain in a tank. <laughs> brain in a tank cam. Really good stuff. So good. Um, Live Wheelow reaction. <laughs> um, I also, there was there was so many, God, this was the most like Dragon Ball. We have, this is like, I want Dragon Ball. Now we have Dragon Ball at home. That's exactly what this episode was. We have <laughs> Dragon Ball at home. Um, but I did, I did appreciate some of the like signature things that make it like, that make it, Dragon Ball Z, you know, people phasing instead of dodging, lots of super fast punches. The fights were were top tier. The fights were super cool. I did like the fights. I did like Mm -hmm. the fights. They were really good at setting up and building, like, within the fights, the story of fights, people winning, people losing. I thought they were really dope. Um, DBC's always been good at the, like, play-counterplay. It's like, oh, you know... They, What's going to happen next? They can't mess like it up. Classic fight stuff. And it was so good. And I really, I really did like that for sure. Um, well, let's talk about it, y'all. Let's talk about this homework montage. Let's talk about, let's talk about Gohan oh falling asleep. <laughs> Gohan's bizarre homework dream that ends with his uh, trauma recollection of Piccolo's grisly death. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Right to the so most like, upbeat music imaginable. <laughs> yes, the thing that got me was the it was there's so much whiplash. He's like walking around and like I think Newland, you made a clip of that part where he's like walking over the earth as if he's trying to find. It's like first of all, you're doing your homework, but then you're not doing your homework. Then you're trying to find piccolo in your dreams and piccolo doesn't seem like he wants to be found and then you fly for a little bit and the thing that really got me was the little saber tooth tiger that was like. Whipping, oh, he's his, just part of the DBC his camp. Cars he's really just fast. It was really yeah. cute. And then all yeah. of a sudden, we see Piccolo taking taking a laser beam to the face, and I was right. like, "What are you? Yeah. What happened Imagine to Piccolo?" Having no context for Dragon Ball Z and C. <laughs> like that's one of the fr- it happens in the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> this is your girl. Mm-hmm. I was like, I haven't seen a Dragon Ball Z episode since I was maybe nine. What the hell did I miss? <laughs> 
Oh, you, know, you, you get shot with a big laser. Yes, uh, with a big laser. Yeah, that just kind of happens. Yeah. You spend enough yeah. time in Dragon Ball and you're going to get hit by a laser. But yeah, that, that song has lyrics in the original. Oh, um, no. And it's all about how Gohan loves Mr. Piccolo. And for, for whatever reason, in the dub, they took the lyrics out and it's just the music. And so it's like nobody two, wanted to two sing minutes. that, I think. Is what. <laughs> yeah, it's a two <laughs> minutes of like this song happening. Right. And like no context. It's very, very strange. So strange. I do think lyrics would have helped clarify what was going on. 100%. Why we were Why seeing this. this yeah, what was yeah. going on. Yeah. That would have been nice. You know, I don't know. Um, they also cut the lyrics out of the the opening credits and end yes. credits yep. songs yeah. for reasons uh, unknown. Perhaps, again, maybe nobody just wanted to sing it, but like it, it felt a bit odd. Yeah. But I mean, hey, they used the original music, so there's, I mean, there's something. Which there. I did like. The original music was was really cool. It was really I liked how it was really upbeat. All of it was very upbeat and kind of whimsical. Yeah. Kind of I don't know if whimsical is the right word I want to use, but like I really liked it a lot because of that. It was just like, oh, this is actually really fun musical. I think I re- I did remember the opening credits. I was like, this looks very familiar to me. The music is not, but I I don't hate it. But definitely the, the DBZ opening. Definitely, Just yeah. Shot yeah. for shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, so, that's the DBZ yeah. opening, isn't it? Yeah. A weird thing mm-hmm. about this movie is that a lot of, like, I, I remember seeing a lot of the footage from this movie in the opening mm. of Dragon Ball Z. Um, because at least the version that we had with the Rock the Dragon uh, mm-hmm. song. Yep, mm-hmm. we had used, that too. There's yep. like a lot of, you know, there's the footage where Goku gets frozen and then powers up through it. There's like him fighting like the... The different guys. I think there's some stuff of Roshi in there too. So like some several of the sequences where Goku does flips. Yep. yep. Yeah. The flippy flips. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So like this was in there, but yeah. They used a lot of the stuff for the like the tsunami bumpers in the USA. Uh, yeah, so they did. A lot of these like sequences were were featured in the like up next it's Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Yeah, lots of lots of flips. Um, so yeah, I did one thing I wanted was I wanted little Gohan to go monkey mode, and he didn't go monkey mode. Mm, yeah, he got, it seems like nice. he's going to, but then yeah, he gets mad no. and he like, this, makes big wind, and then he doesn't like he doesn't do anything. Okay, come on, go monkey mode, <laughs> is this, baby. Is this post monkey mode for him though? Does Piccolo cut his yeah, tail? Yeah, Piccolo's cut his tail off. Because oh. if he's trained as Piccolo, then at that point Piccolo oh, is like, yeah. ah, not not dealing with this, and I believe he just pulls it off of his body like he's a Lego character. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly. Like he's pulling the plug out on a vacuum right. thing. Yeah. yeah. I think there is a movie where that happens. Like I think I think I don't remember. I think Turles in the Tree of Might Gohan goes monkey mode. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, Turles I, uh, Turles like points him towards the fake moon, Yeah, he but holds, then they do he, something to stop yes, it. Yes, yep. What? Yeah. What? I loved that one as a kid. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is crazy. Dragon Ball Z is so crazy. Yeah. No, the three of my uh, movies. Mima but... is confused over here. Mima's like, you did what with the moon and a baby? What did you do to the moon? He made, he, listen, he makes a fake moon and holds a baby's face up to it until he turns into a weremonkey. Okay. It's simple. Got it. You see, there are special waves called Blutz waves that bounce off of the moon. And when a Saiyan re- uh, is mm. receptive mm-hmm. to these waves, they transform into a big monkey. They're named after their discoverer, Dr. Blutz. Yeah. Akira Toriyama was on some midi-chlorian <laughs> shit about three quarters of the yeah. way through Dragon Toriyama Ball. made stuff up episode to episode. It's, it's one of oh, the yeah. things that makes DBZ <laughs> such a great anime is just like stuff happens and you're just like sort of look around bewildered like what the f- Okay. Yeah. This is. Uh, you want the bug man? You want the bug man to look more like a man? 
All right. Oh, fuck it. There's wizards. Wizards exist in this world. I think the only (laughs) arc I've ever seen with any sort of regularity is the cell arc. Maybe. Mm, That's a good one. I mean, it's a good good. one. Is cell the one that turns is pink? Is it the pink one? No, that's That's Majin Majin Buu. Oh, no. See, I know Majin Buu. I've seen Majin Buu. Where the. Mm. Where the main antagonists are named after the song from Cinderella. Bibbidi Bobbidi and Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are? <laughs> yeah. Indeed. I'm glad I could be here for this. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were you, you you did not have the DBZ lore. I didn't You don't have the knowing of the ways. No, I have very Stevie. so like truly this was not so at the time when this was on Toonami, it was DBZ, it was Sailor Moon, and I think it was Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. And I was truly mostly interested in Gundam Wing. So that was the one I watched. I didn't really. Oh my gosh, I was just on the other side. Yeah. I was watching DBZ and missing Gundam Wing. Yeah. We passed ships in the night. Yeah. So I I truly like if I ever watched Dragon Ball Z, it was often like coming then halfway through an episode, you know, because I think Dragon Ball Z was before Gundam Wing. And so I just watched like half of episodes or like the last five to 10 minutes. Honestly, I bet you got most of the plot. Well, I don't know. I don't know. And so, like, I what would other, really watch them all, and then I'd watch, like, other stuff. So I, I never really did, no. What other wild, outrageous things can we blow Stevie's mind oh, with? Oh, man. Uh, sometimes they fight so fast that you have to have special eyes to see them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, the, the ruler of... The, one of the supreme high rulers of the universe is a guy who's a fish... Um, and he loves dad jokes. Okay, I like this person. I would love to see all the episodes with only this person. I just want this fish dad. I would like fish dad. Thank you. I do know that. I, I didn't know that. I did know Majin Buu, I guess, the pink one. I knew all of the androids, 18. Okay. And D- Do you know that Saiyans are named after things you might find in a refrigerator? What the fuck is in a refrigerator? Because <laughs> say- <laughs> what the fuck? Like well, cilantro? you've got Vegeta. Oh. I bet you, Stevie. I bet you there's cilantro. Yeah, Yeah. Vegeta, like like a vegetable, like vegetable. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. On Namek, we we meet the Dairy Force, composed of cream, yogurt, (laughs) juice, butter. No. I'm. I'm. I speak the truth. What he says is true. (laughs) You would love the Ginyu Force, Stevie. You would fucking adore the Ginyu Force. Is Ginyu the word for dairy in Japanese? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I knew Wait, Ginyu. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not yes. know that. I knew wow. Ginyu. I didn't know that it was dairy. And so then all of yeah. their names were their all of their names were the the words for dairy products in the refrigerator in Japanese. Even like the the like core cast is like like Gohan. Yeah. Is Gohan like is rice. rice. Yeah, Gohan's rice. Or uh, meal. And then Bulma's yeah. family is all underwear. Mm-hmm. Um Wow. Okay, so maybe it's sillier than I thought. It's it's a, a reminder that Dragon Ball has its origins in like half kung fu and half gag manga, and right. like oh. it was just it was a martial arts like weekly like lots of blue go- jokes like just very like Goku showing his dick and balls. Yeah, and like a lot, a lot, of, on a lot of dick and, and ball stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and then eventually it evolved into like a, an interplanetary yes. shooting lasers, becoming mm. God, killing God. Um, shouting until you catch on fire. Yeah. 
Dragon Ball Z is ridiculous. I know once I saw some episode where like Goku was in heaven or something, and like somebody mm-hmm. had to go up and get him, and he was like, I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, That's like half the show. Yeah. Like that, he, Goku spends. I'm not joking. Like several yeah. dozen episodes in heaven. That's dead. 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 Fucking dead. Only dead. <laughs> He has a halo around his head. I'm not kidding. Like, this is, yeah, a, this yeah. is a TV show where the main character dies in like the third episode, you guys. <laughs> right. That's so true. Yeah. What? Almost goes to hell. He does go to heaven, I think. Well, kind of an in, but he's the really in purgatory. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> Wait, what? The home for what? So oh, the, God. We're just going to spend <laughs> okay. the rest of this episode explaining Dragon Ball Z. Um, Goku dies. Okay. And he goes to heaven. And he almost falls down into hell where all the, uh, where you got a red Oni and a blue Oni. Okay. And they're wearing shirts that say hell. <laughs> but in the Toonami dub, this censored. is for children. They didn't want them to see that. So they censored it. And they censored it so that their shirts said H-F-I-L. And they called it the home for infinite losers instead of hell. <laughs> Which is like actually really good. I kind of like that, to be honest. It's so good. It's one of the most clever <laughs> that's, things. That's actually pretty like, good. I like that. Fun. I like that. Okay. It's great. <laughs> to bring this back around, uh, to talk about Dragon Ball Z for a minute, outside of just how wild it is. It, speaking of how wild and crazy it is, I want to get, get everyone's read on this. Because when I was a kid, I watched Dragon Ball Z and I know that my parents saw me watch Dragon Ball oh, Z. Yeah. It's one of those things where like the uh, mm-hmm. having this exposed to the adults in your life. What was that like for you all? Oh, my God. Uh, my mom encouraged me and was happy to protect. Pretend alongside me that I could do Kamehamehas and and, and look such. where you are now. I know, <laughs> and now I have an anime podcast. Look at so, you go! You know, it could happen to you too, folks. It could happen to you. I my I was a latchkey kid in one household because my parents were divorced. Mm. I was a latchkey kid in one household, so I uh, my mother was never sorry, ma'am. My mom was never really around directly after school because she had a job. And sorry, dad. I'm so sorry, dad. Dad really was not when I was there in the summer. Dad was not a very present individual didn't you tell us that your dad is like independently kind of an anime guy he is kind of and but he's into like man the kind of anime that he's into like like the one anime that i remember he got like kind of obsessed with for like a minute there was like blue submarine number six if anybody remembers that (laughs) yeah yeah does anybody remember that anime anime i didn't know about yeah it was like it's like i think it's called blue submarine number six and he got like really into that for like a minute um, but, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other like animes that he's like really into, like, I'd have to think about it. Oh God. No, I was right. It's the first, it's the first hit. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. This is real. I've never I had a heard vendetta of this. against that show because it took Tenchi's time slot. Yeah, <laughs> it did. So but I yeah. was really upset about he, that he as thought, a nine year old. He thought that one was really interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. He never really, I think he would have liked Gundam if he got into Gundam. I think Gundam would have been really intriguing to him. The political intrigue and the robots and being in space. He'll give anything in space a chance as long as it's not Star Wars. So like, um, if it doesn't, I mean, truly, if it doesn't have like a gaping plot hole like the second Star Wars did. I love your nerdy dad, Stevie. My dad's so great. He's just the, he's the best about the silliest of things. It's it's so good. <laughs> it's it's so good. Merritt, what did your parents think about your Dragon Ball Z habits uh i think they did not really get mm-hmm. it um i think you know parents <laughs> yeah i think i mean the thing is though like looking at it objectively like as an adult now a yeah. lot of 
early anime that came to the U.S. I mean, anime, like that term originally referred to like limited animation cartoons that were made kind of for cheap, right? So if you're comparing like Looney Tunes to something like Dragon Ball Z, the animation is just like not as high quality, at least early on Mm -hmm. to my eyes. So Mm -hmm. like, and also Dragon Ball Z, a lot of it is guys standing around going, Uh (laughs) and so like at the time you know my parents were just like and i think the general uh attitude towards it uh among a lot of people even my age who weren't into it were just like isn't that that show where people stand around and yell all the time yes it's like yes but also it's like a deep (laughs) like epic story and there's like it's also good (laughs) and like it was you know it was like the first kind of like wave of those kids shows that had like an ongoing arc that were like Mm -hmm. investing you Mm -hmm. rather than just sort of being episodic like funny uh or like contained stories and um it it was different yeah not just in style but in structure yes and had high stakes like for a kids show oh my god like people were dying planets planet's gonna explode right so it's like yeah that's that guy's bleeding out his mouth truly bleeding out his mouth like i just i that was the thing that i thought when i was a kid i was like isn't that that show where dudes just poop they just stand and they just yell and they just force <laughs> stools out and the what instead of a stool it's fire and their hair changes color and I was like I am disinterested in pooping men. Uh, see you later. So I didn't disinterested in pooping I'm men. I'm disinterested you in pooping men. Okay, fellas, if you poop, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. All right. <laughs> No, but like nice. I just as a kid, I was like they just stand around and yell all the time, and like because I was always I never oh, yeah, actually that was, sat that was and, the outside image. Yeah, anybody you talk to about Dragon Ball Z, like at least at the peer to peer level, yeah, it was like oh yeah, it's that goofy show where guys stand around, power up, and nothing happens. Right, exactly. Uh, right. I, yeah. I always get very fascinated though, like t- talking about the parents is like how adults view anime when it is not something they are sitting down and choosing to watch but it's like mm-hmm. here what are, what are the children watching oh yeah i can't help but like anytime <sighs> i watch something in public put myself in that mind space of like what is the parent thinking out of all my parents but dad was the one who supported me getting into anime because my dad was the one who took me to otakon in 2014 there you go oh, yeah wow my dad took me to otakon he was like what? like we get to that the convention center in baltimore and he's like what, what is, is this? this? <laughs> <laughs> never what does glomping mean? Oh, yo, yo, seriously. Like, oh, yeah. that What's was a g- yaoi paddle? <laughs> 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 Truly. Stephanie, a young man just told me I have yaoi hands. What does this mean? <laughs> Essentially, right? Like, he's like, why do you keep wanting to wear hats with cat ears on them you already have your own ears like you know it's just all this stuff he was like overwhelmed he's like you want to go to the okay okay what is this and i'm like dad it's anime i'm an otaku you wouldn't understand he goes no i will not nope i don't i don't i refuse <laughs> I don't actually get it. i don't get it so no he, thanks he he indulged it but my mom was like i don't know what that cartoon shit is get the fuck out of here i got bills to pay <laughs> so yeah no my dad definitely did um support it did he understand it absolutely not did i put a 40 year old man in the middle of a bunch of anime nerds in a convention center i sure did i sure did (laughs) my grandmother referred to these shows as my soap operas (laughs) oh my god yeah wow bullet through the heart accurate wow (laughs) she got me she really got my ass with that (laughs) correct because oh because my dad also because so my dad wasn't because so my dad is one of those people who came from like they he's of the generation that called it Japanimation, 
right? Japanimation. Mm-hmm. Called it Japanimation. So he was aware of like Mega Man, uh, no, Astro Boy and like Mega Man and Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. He did like Speed Racer. Oh my a God. Lot. The speed. We might have to cover the Speed Racer we dub. Might have to cover speed fun. Racer that dub is a good time. Fun. But he did like like Speed Racer. So like he wasn't completely like, oh, I have, I've never seen this style before. But the newer stuff, he was like, this is. I don't know what this is. <laughs> so, but yeah. Absolutely. Show your dad something like Space Dandy or. I don't know how he'd feel about Space Dandy. Bebop. Maybe he'd like I Bebop. I think he'd like Bebop. He'd actually like Bebop a lot. I think he'd like Bebop. I think he'd like Gundam Wing. He'd. I think he'd like Space Dandy because it's silly. He likes a silly thing. You know, he's got grandchildren. Like a silly he likes thing. silly stuff. Hey. Uh, to bring us back around again yeah. to the 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 movie we watched, and in the worst way possible, because uh, you may notice, listener, that we're not talking a lot about the contents of this movie because nothing, nothing fucking happens nothing in this movie. Yeah. A lot that happens. It's no. they. F- it's some dialogue, and then they just put like the script just put in like parentheses. They fight yeah. every like five minutes. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. this. It's basically like a porn, except they fight. Of it stuff. really is because honestly, the, even the action is gratuitous Merit, in the sense that they're you. just calling back to stuff that's in the anime because they right. can't show yeah. any new fighting. No. Right. So here's the yeah. Kamehameha. Here's Ko Ken. Here's the spirit bomb. Right. Great. We hit like check, check, check. Right. Right. Movie We're out. is done. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Like, oh, you got I, your money shot. The spirit bomb. It's like, that's done. it. We're out. Um, also, We're good. like the fucking the spirit bomb monologue. With the with the montage of the oh, two yeah. of the two backgrounds, all that of just, the living things, <laughs> all, of, <laughs> all of the living things. I just Give need, I need your, your help. Give me your power. <laughs> they were stretching by the end of that because they showed that spirit bomb montage for a. I mean, it was like it was a three three and a half minute just moment like, of him just meditating. Ten minutes of story. There is even a moment where Goku gets kind of shitty about it. I feel like. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. like, uh, and the whole earth will be destroyed if you don't let me. You're <laughs> yeah. like kind of a, right. Hey, come on, you tight asses. <laughs> right. I was like, and hey, then. Hey, dog, <laughs> over there in like in New York, I see you not giving me your energy. Give it to come me. Come on, buddy. Come on. It's like. A, what are you using it for? Right. Are you pooping? <laughs> Plug it up. Give me your spirit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but like, and then right after that, he just gets immediately KO'd. Like he sends it off and yeah. he's just like pancaked. I was like, oh, really? That was the most anticlimactic ass. Took everything. Wait, so do you know the the part in the series where Goku tries to defeat Majin Buu with a spirit bomb, but then can't do it? No, what? Um, okay, so so yeah, actually, like, so this is actually one of the coolest parts of the Dragon Ball series. There's a guy named yes. uh, Mr. Satan, who is, <laughs> uh, as far as the world knows, the greatest martial he's artist the best in the world. In the show, okay, and he's like a total fraud. He's pretty strong for like a normal person. He can rip a phone book in half with his bare hands, which is pretty fucking impressive. Yes, he's basically a pro wrestler, and it rules. <laughs> he's basically a pro wrestler, but like he's way weaker than like Krillin or like Yamcha or anyone. He can't shoot a laser. He can't shoot. La- he can't fucking oh. fly or shoot lasers, so that makes him a bad martial artist. Like, come on, guys! All right, like All right. Too high. still he's very not strong. <laughs> he's not a space alien. So, like, but uh, so Goku tries to defeat Majin Buu with um with a spirit bomb, and he's like, "Hey, everyone, I need your strength. I'm Goku. Uh, I'm trying to fight a big pink genie who's like totally evil. Help me!" And everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this guy talking to us Who in our minds? Who the fuck are you?" 
I don't know this guy. He's not on my Wheaties box. Right. And then so Mr. Satan's like, hey, come on, people. I need your energy right now. And everyone's like, all right, Mr. Satan, we got it. And so Mr. Satan saves the world by um, yeah. brand recognition. He gets all the essentially. credit. <laughs> wow. Do you think there's any kind of programming in the fact that uh, in order to defeat the evil genie, everyone in the world had to give their energy to Mr. Satan? Yes. Like, again, that outside perspective of somebody coming in and watching, like, is this demonic? Is this? Uh, <laughs> I could see yeah. I could see religious organizations telling children that um that oh, yeah. Dragon, Ball watch Z is, Dragon Ball Z is demonic, yes. <laughs> On Toonami, they changed his name. Yes. What was it? They called him Hercule. That's oh, right! Yeah. Like Poirot. <laughs> like yes, like Poirot. Poirot. <laughs> Those are the two guys named Hercule in the world. Yeah. The two characters. <laughs> I need you all to give me your energy so I can <laughs> defeat Majin Buu. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Please, God, give me Belgian Mr. Satan. Yes. Somebody, somebody here. Yeah. Who could have done this? Who could have killed every single person on Earth with their genocide ray? <laughs> It was you, Mr. No! Boobs. I'm laughing. It is smoke and mirror. I'm laughing too hard. I got under boob sweat. Oh, boy. Oh. Uh, when Boo just gets bored and makes up an attack called the human genocide beam and just kills literally everyone. Very good. What the fuck? Dragon Ball is good, actually. Dragon Ball is a crazy show in a Dragon great Ball kind way. Of rules. And Super, I feel like Super gets a little bit of a less good reputation, but mm. I, have, I have it on good authority that there is some fun stuff in there. Okay. I still have not watched it. I've, I haven't really seen much of it I've either. I've heard of it, but I've obviously not seen it at all. I no. think they get back to some of the silliness with like Goku being like a farmer and Vegeta going and taking his kid to like a theme park and stuff. Best episode. Yeah. Hands down. Love that shit. <laughs> Please, I would give anything for a whole series of just Goku and Vegeta doing normal human being things. Like, like a the slice Goku of life that is drive. Goku and Vegeta, <laughs> and it exists in the spaces around their giant fights. So you'll see them come home completely like shirtless and beat the hell up and then we see them watching tv the next day and recovering <laughs> an evil organization has sent a letter to my home they are called the hoa and they are angry about my law <laughs> i would watch that i would watch that i would definitely i would be there for that because you know how i am about things that kind of comedy where people who take their parts of their lives that are not that serious so seriously way of the house husband that's my shit mm-hmm, for that exact mm-hmm. reason. I would watch that. It's got to be, it's got to happen. Especially about Vegeta because he was, he's entirely too serious. The most Napoleon ass energy of that, of that fucking person. Can I say that's the thing I think that hurt the most watching this movie today is not no having any Vegeta in no it. Vegeta. No Vegeta. Mm-hmm. No Vegeta. He brings an energy to it that is undeniable. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. I just, yeah, nothing really happens in it, but it does have, it has sick fights. It was pretty. It was really pretty. I did really appreciate how pretty it was. Some backgrounds, yeah. Some backgrounds and 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 stuff, you know. We got to see some brain in a jar is cool. Brain in a jar was pre- it was too damn. Pre- I mean, it was Don't actually pretty cool when you realize that he was doing all this shit for literally nothing. I thought that was very funny because when he busted out that wall and he was already just sitting in a robot, I was like, "What did you need?" He's a- like, "I guess okay. I'll just do it this way. I guess I'll just take over the world this I way." Was I was like, don't "What need you, you need, a motherfucker? You never needed a body, bitch. You could have actually broken out the ice yourself. You you wasted a wish. You effectively yeah, that- wasted a wish. <laughs> right? Nothing in this movie yeah. adds up. Nothing no, added it's up. It's just like, come on, guys. You." Just the also while they're going to like because I guess like Oolong and, and Gohan, like the instigating incident of this episode mm. is like that, um, or of this movie is that they're looking for the Dragon Balls with Bulma's Dragon Radar because Oolong wants oh, to make right. a wish that he has already made. Oh, 
Really? In the Wait, original what? Dragon Ball, he wishes for underwear. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to do it again in this one. Shenron can't grant the same wish twice. Oh, oh my God. Yes. That's one, of the, that's maybe, one of like the three rules. But maybe he doesn't know that. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I know. In, in Dragon Ball, there's like, because Pilaf is like the villain in that, right? Oh. <gasps> And then he's like, he wishes for like supreme power or something. But then he's like, I wish for supreme. And Oolong jumps up and is like, underwear. And uh, classic move, stealing a wish out from somebody. I never, ever get tired of that. Yes, I love that. (laughs) That is very good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was thinking, we started and I was like, did I miss the first 20 seconds of this? Did I like blue screen while they were talking? Because I was like, why why are we in the Great to walk into this not knowing any of the Dragon Ball Z lore. I I I did know that you had to collect seven Dragon Balls. You had to collect the balls. To get a wish. To get the wish from the dragon. We all know. And then- Right, you get the balls, you get the wish from the dragon, and then the dragon's like, I'm going to do you one, don't fucking ask me again. And then when you did your wish, he gave it to you, and then like everything yeeted. Like the balls yeet, the dragon yeah. yeets, yep. and then they, they, they re-yeet again, and then every, somebody else got to go find them. And so I knew mm-hmm. that. I I knew that there was a somebody who kind of looks like they got blackface on, and I was like, that's weird. Oh yeah, um, that's that's Mr. Yeah, we don't Popo. talk about Popo. We don't talk, we don't about, talk about Popo, Popo anymore. We don't talk about Bad. Popo. Um, but I knew about I knew that part. I knew I don't. I did know that there's sometimes there was big old fights to determine the fate of the universe. I did know about that, and I knew that Goku wasn't human, and neither was Vegeta, and neither was Gohan. Um, half human, half human, and then Goku's wife was a badass. Was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was was a badass. Was huge capital huge, letters. Huge, double, double, big W was. Huh, huh, I, I, I'm getting the sense that Dragon Ball Z doesn't treat its uh, its women characters very well. Something happened. <laughs> the Android 18 lost all her teeth too because she was cool as hell, and then she got married and had a baby. And I was like, you can do that. You ain't got like take it apart and wash it first. How does that work? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, I think they, they either like they're cyborgs. They're like, cyborgs. Yeah. We discussed this in our other like, podcast. They they're are like, oh, cyborgs. They're teens that this guy just kept, like kidnapped and turned into robots. That's people. right. That's I right. Think, that's right. That's right. Now I think there was a situation in which Krillin wished somebody wished for her human form to be restored. Or oh, something okay, like okay, that, okay. If I'm uh, recalling maybe. correctly, okay. Krillin just really like gave it all up because he was horny though you know like Krillin though has he, always been my favorite because Krillin just wants to be a nice dude and ain't Can nobody I tell you something like- heartbreaking about Krillin yes yeah he oh be- yeah he becomes a cop <gasps> he becomes what a cop. Yep. yeah he becomes a cop in super he's a cop oh man literally a police member because Krillin was yep. was my, in Dragon Ball Z no, for a while. He's the great. MVP. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, kept he, solving plot things. Like he, I mean, he was the guy listen, going behind the scenes to actually take care of things right. while Goku fought. It yes. was great. And the Destructor Disc ever actually hit anything? Has it literally ever worked in history? No, no. of course not. But it looks really cool. He was the good it guy back in the situation, moves. and then he turned into a fucking cop. God damn yep. it, Krillin! We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for we you. We were all rooting for him. Fuck, mm-hmm. Krillin. It's unfortunate I'm taking Krillin and I'm just slowly lowering him into this trash can God I have here. <laughs> but right into the dumpster. Fucking hell. Dusting off my magma teleportation device. Fuck. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, he does watch One Piece, so at least there's that. <laughs> is that canon? Yeah, his his ringtone is We Are. Oh, in nice. the same movie where, where he's a cop. <laughs> 
Upsetting. That's Upsetting. So, that's so sad. So yeah, that's, I know some random Dragon characters. Ball was good. Dragon Ball was good, but I know some characters, but I couldn't tell you a single plot line from which they came from. And I did know that Kamehameha was a thing, but I also really just more so knew that as the Polynesian king. Mm-hmm. So, But he also, Goku also <laughs> yells out Kamehameha in this episode when he's not doing that specific Yes, move. Yep. he does. Doesn't Master Roshi throw Kamehameha too one, at, for, at one point? Yeah, he, he can do that. He it's taught his, it yeah. to Goku. Okay. Yeah. I think he he's does like in the, in the guy But he yeah. does in the movie. He became so good at martial arts, he could shoot a laser beam. That's <laughs> yeah. even before we started talking aliens. Goals. I was going to say, uh, like, you think I'm doing karate so I can hey, just do karate? If you've ever practiced martial arts in your life and you didn't like in secret try a couple of times, you're not really you <laughs> know, lying to yourself. Also. You're not on the level. Like, also, if there's at least one or two moves and any system of karate uh, not karate just martial arts in general there's at least one or two moves that look like a Dragon Ball Z move and don't don't sit here and tell me that you did not try or do it in your head a little bit look if I sit here and all my key eyes sound like I'm Naruto you better just li- live your life okay it's okay nobody's just I do live your life like a Kamehameha Merit, Merit every all time a I little bit d- animated when you think about Merit, it every time I have to do a key eye at the end of a drill I'm like I sound like <laughs> the Japanese voice actor of Naruto you better believe it like I, I believe it like I truly do I'm like oh boy <laughs> like I sound like a little boy oh dear um <laughs> by the way did anybody get the vibe that the voice actor who was playing Krillin thought that he was a child yes yes or, yeah. yeah instead of just a short man yes I was like you are so um, a little guy yeah you're just there you're is... just short you're not you're not t- little you're just short there's one line that we haven't brought up yet that I thought was really funny. And I wrote it down, but I don't remember who said it. I think it's Goku and Krillin. It might be Goku and Gohan. I forget. But uh, I'm pretty sure Goku says, the brain is the attack point. That's, then, that was Gohan and Piccolo. That was Piccolo saying that to like, Gohan. The brain is the attack point. And then he's like, ah, the brain. Yes. <laughs> I love I that. that. Oh, the brain. The yeah. brain. I wrote, oh, really? The giant fucking brain inside the steel robot you would think you should attack the brain oh yeah <laughs> yes i wrote that down i just went oh the brain attack the attack the enemy brain for massive damage <laughs> <laughs> very kind of dr Wheelow to put you know he had his he had his yeah, chassis of stainless need, steel why does it need glass around the brain yeah. is the He's brain seeing? seeing right right can it see <laughs> He's like, it just looks cool. I want you to see it. I I think this looks good. (laughs) He's very proud of his giant brain. It was just so, it was, there was something too. There was something that the brain, the brain had a monologue where at the end of it, my brain, the brain had this long monologue, I think about like why he was doing what he was doing to like, you know, you know, villain explaining this reason. Because everybody put him in the locker in high school. (laughs) Thank you. Because all I wrote was nice guy brain. (laughs) <laughs> a terminal case of nice guy brain like oh nice guy brain everybody was so mean to me and i was just a nice brain and now i'm not nice anymore and i was like okay and now i have to become hitler you did this to me <laughs> exactly and i was like oh well that was the thing about having to become hitler was his entire plot all along just climate change was that his, huh? was that his, that was his thing. He was I like, thought he wanted to like take over the world. Yeah, it was like, but making earth unlivable so everyone would have said, to come to him for help. And I was like, so no. it's climate change. clear what he actually wanted. Let me see actually what the, um, what the Dragon Ball wiki says. Please, please. That, oh yeah. Uh, the second most important resource on the internet after anime music videos. Yeah. And the amount of hours I've spent on the yeah. DBZ wiki because of no, our God, last podcast. Um, 
Okay, what is his... Hello, old friend. Wait, what? What is this? He has a compact mechanical body? That's just that's not in the movie. What are you... Where is... Is he in more Yeah, what the media? fuck is this? Who, who on God's <laughs> earth is this man? Okay, apparently he's in Dragon Ball Heroes as well. Um, which I don't actually know what that is. No, I'm not. That is that. a gotcha game. Oh. Okay. That is available in Japanese arcades. But oh, is wow. apparently also some kind of anime. Yeah, unclear. it's like it, you you see anime sequences play I out see. when you play the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he has a different robot body in that when he's back because he was in hell and then came back. Oh, mm. okay. Oh my, yeah, here's a picture of him in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Wheelo, in hell, seen here in hell. Um, okay, wait, what is his, like, deal? Just explain. No, not a pe- personality. Okay. He is an intimidating and arrogant being who was once seen as an arrogant lunatic. I think probably still seen that way. Right. He decided to blow up the Earth and find a new planet. Okay. Okay. What? That's what so he that's tries what... to do at the end, I think. Yeah. Right. Where he's like, I'll just blow up this whole planet. Who cares? Right. Right. Then it talks about Xeno Goku and Xeno Vegeta. And I think we're getting into weird, like, gotcha game shit that is not real. Gotcha. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh, he's a member of the time. Nope. Sorry, Dragon Ball Wiki. I can't follow you there. Uh, is His name in Japanese is a pun on a Japanese cake. Ha! Oh, good for him. Oh, my. <laughs> so uh, coming back to the food discussion yep uh yeah he is essentially dr keiko dr keiko god um he is okay uh he's the first villain ever killed by the spirit bomb wow (laughs) one of the only one of the only yep um well r.i.p rip bozo (laughs) rip bozo Bozo, see you later you got killed by the fucking spirit bomb the only other guys who did that are Terez right. and Slug. <laughs> God, Slug. Oh, yeah, Slug. I should watch that. That's like one of the only Dragon Ball Z movies I haven't actually seen. It's Wait. where Goku kind of goes Super Saiyan, but not really. Dr. Wheelow's yeah. goal is to rule the world using a modified human army via his science. However, he, Dr. Cochin, the one with one tooth, and his entire laboratory, that that's not what it says, but that's who he was, became encased, become encased by ice as if his inhumane experiments are being shunned by the heavens. What? Yeah, what that's what it says. Fuck? Sorry, what are you on? Right I'm now? on dragonball.fandom.com and I looked it up and it's under it's the section under personality. Personality. So his physical body dies a frostbite, but Cochin is able to save his brain and encase him in a robotic shell. And they scheme, huh. and right. because, but and then because Cochin was a robot, which actually I thought that was a cute little twist. I actually did oh, appreciate yeah. that twist. That was actually yeah, that quite was good. good. I was like, oh, that actually okay. kind of made sense. Yeah, that yeah. one made Great sense. Great animation too. When his hand turns into a gun, yeah, that was fun. That was mm-hmm. dope. It was like pop, 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 pop. And I was like, Krillin, why are you gonna sit there and just let that jump build in front of your whole face, bro? If you don't move. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the, that's how you know Piccolo's black because he would have been gone. He would have been gone. First sign of trouble. Sign, uh-uh, uh, fuck I'm out of here. I'm running. Bye. <laughs> fuck that. Um. So yeah. So that's the thing. Okay. Somebody's name was well, Bojack. Before we what? start learning about things like Xeno Goku and Xeno oh, Vegeta, God, yeah. God. <laughs> we can't. I think that's kind of it for Dragon that's Ball Z, the world's the strongest guy in the world. <laughs> strongest guy. In the the best name for a film ever. L- Listener, uh, if you feel the man. need for us to cover more DBZ, make sure you let us know. Sure, yeah. Right. Tell me. 
I'll find some other shit. I'll find some like, I hear the Portuguese dub is really wild. So, hey, maybe we'll go crazy. Absolutely. For sure. Like I just, especially for me, because I have no idea. I don't know anything about DBZ. So it's, this it, does it's, make me more interested in actually bringing DBZ to the show, knowing that you would be going in fresh, Stevie, so because blind. that to me is an that to me is like an anomaly to find somebody who <laughs> it's, likes it's anime. It's rare to never find somebody who doesn't have a lot of DBZ knowledge. I you was, pick some weird shit out. I maybe. was a sad girl. I didn't like DBZ. I liked the sad, pretty stuff. You we'll know, the driving school episode, the driving school episode. Mm, mm-hmm. What? Uh, Merritt, thank you so much for coming on our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was really fun to revisit this stuff. <laughs> I can I can only imagine. Um, it, we heard about, I told them briefly about the Land Party book. Is there anything else you got going mm-hmm. on that you want people to know about? Uh, that's the main thing. Yeah, I think you can still pre-order it. I'm pretty sure it comes out in the fall. Okay. So, um, yeah, if you just search like Land Party book, Merit K. I was taking a look up. at it earlier today. It looks pretty re- like that yeah, is I'm such a transport it, to honestly. a very specific time of my life. Ooh. I have been to a few land parties yes. and I started looking through the pictures on your site and I'm like, uh-huh. okay, this is um, this is triggering some things in my brain. <laughs> it's kind of like an overlap. There is actually at least one picture in the book that features Dragon Ball Z. Yes. In it. Oh, um, hell yeah. So, <laughs> there's, yeah. A, there's a preview treat for our listeners. Please go check out this book. <laughs> incredible stuff yes oh my gosh i remember land parties oh look at this tower with flowers oh man mountain dew code red sorry this is like this is high school this is high mountain school code red. this is high school for us Blast, blasting your back balls remember balls i see that sometimes i'm like <gasps> against my will yes <laughs> yeah wow very cool what a time well, oh, you can find Anime Club on Twitter at Anime Club Pod. We're on Tumblr too. We don't really post there. No. We don't really post on Twitter that much either because it's, you know, it's, kind of it's a mess. Rats leaving a sinking ship situation much, over there. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm I am there if you want at Max Newland underscore uh, Stevie. How about you? I am on Twitter and I'm also on Instagram under the handle A Smattering on both platforms. And Mr. Cosrick, I'm only on Twitter. I don't do much there, but it's at Max underscore Attacks. And Merritt. Uh, yeah, I'm at Mary Kay on Twitter for uh, <laughs> who knows how long I'll stay on there. Right? <laughs> as long as possible. Such a mess. A pro follow. <laughs> Get it! Just like always, that bell means this meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. We're so glad you got to spend this time with us, and we hope that if you enjoy this show, you'll share it with your friends, your family, anybody else who loves anime in your life. Uh, No new reviews to read, but do remember that if you leave a five-star review and it contains none of that chicken-headed shit, I will read it out loud during this part of the podcast. You can't use this time to make me say things that are racist. Just just getting out ahead of that. Uh, 
After School Anime Club is a proud member of the Moonshot Network. We just raised over $7,000 for Trans Lifeline because of you, our listeners, and we are so, so, so grateful for that. There are VODs going up on the Moonshot Network YouTube page of the stream, the Moon Carnival stream that we did last Memorial Day. And uh, yeah, can't thank you enough for that. There's more great stuff coming from After School Anime Club. Next up, Trigun. We're getting back into it. We're going to do six more episodes. And uh, I can't wait to experience that with you. So anyway, this is Max signing off. Thanks again, and we'll see you at the next meeting.